Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for mums passionate about making a difference in the world. Here you can hear more about building clarity, confidence and calm from the inside out so you can create a life and a business rooted in what you want to see more of in the world. I'm your host Debbie, a coach, business mentor and a working mum myself and I'm so delighted to be here with you. Hey, 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 a very warm welcome to episode number 93 of the Balancing Act podcast on charging your worth. And this is charging your worth specifically when it comes to entrepreneurship and setting prices from for your business. But I also think that the the concept that I'm going to be share will be very relevant, even if you are an employee and someone else determines your salary and the the income that you receive. So whatever stage you're at, I really hope that you take some value from it. And I would say that this episode, I'm back to myth busting. Da, da, da. <laughs> I feel like there should be a, a catchy theme tune to go along with this. Um, but I, I'm just realising like more and more that there are so many common terms and phrases and mantras that are buoyed about in the entrepreneurial world that we latch on to and we take at face value without maybe digging into everything that lies underneath them. And I would say in particular, digging into our nervous system that lies underneath them and really how when we adopt those things, um, recognising how they make us feel, like how taking action feels. And I am all, all, all about business that feels good because that's when it gets to feel easeful, simple and and fun. And from that state, that's when you will make the biggest impact for your customers, your clients, yourself and like everything that follows from there. So as I say, this week, I'm going to be talking about charging your worth. And I would say that setting prices and more so than actually going to charge someone that price is something that I've talked about with, I would say, all of my business coaching clients at at one point or another in some context or another. And I totally understand why, because it's something that I really struggled to get my head around to start with. And and still do to some extent, like pricing, like so many aspects of business, pricing is something that is always evolving and growing and changing. And I I really love actually the way that as it does, it sometimes presents new or unexpected challenges, which is why I feel it's it's so fundamental to get the basics right and and down to start with. Because this cyclical journey, we often go back to those, um, we get the opportunity, I guess, to to revisit challenges again and again, but with different and renewed perspectives on it. And so getting those, the foundations right and building your awareness right from the very start can stand you in such good stead later on. 
I would also say that through getting curious about my own relationship with pricing and my own relationship with money in general, I've I've learned so much more about myself. And I think surprisingly, it can be quite a good lens through which to view like your relationship with money, let's say, can be quite a good view through which to view yourself in other relationships in your life as well, which came as a little bit of a surprise to me. And it might to you too. Um so yeah, I think that at the very least this helps you get get curious. So I would say that I typically see new business owners taking one of of three approaches to um, setting and then charging prices. I would say that the first is that we we go and look, you know, we do research on our, our industry as a whole. We go and compare ourselves to others in, in the same industry and particularly other people who might be offering something very similar. People who are typically named as competitors, let's say. And the then the first approach is that we aim to undercut them. And this is done either as like a very conscious tactic, I guess, to appeal to customers who are concerned about price. So thinking that customers will be primarily um, concerned about price. And then when they see this lower price, i.e. like better value option, they will go with that. And that is slightly flawed thinking because I guess pricing doesn't always reflect value. Or um, it's maybe a less conscious undercutting of of prices where we feel that, you know, this person looks well established and they're obviously a lot more experienced. So I don't really deserve to charge quite as much as them. So I'll look at what they're charging and I'll lower my prices accordingly. So that's, that's, I guess, approach number one. The second approach then I see is to do the same thing. So, you know, a bit of market research, go and look at competitors and set more or less the same price, but then offer an awful lot more than this person is offering for the same price. And again, the the thinking is that that then makes our offer better value. And again, that can be slightly flawed thinking because I don't know about you, but for me, there's like, like I want simplicity. I want clarity. I want focus. And so sometimes less really is more. And then lastly, what I see is um, again, the same starting point, the market research, the comparison, looking at competitors um, and setting the same price but then not actually wanting to follow through and and charge it. And I think that this can actually even be combined with one of the other two approaches as well. So you set the same price, you then like give a discount or come up with an excuse as to why even maybe get, you should give that thing for free to that person and then give lots and lots on top of that. So that would be approach number three. 
So to say, it's either undercutting pricing uh, or setting the same price and giving loads of value or doing both. And I am by no means like undermining this approach. Like in some ways, I I think that doing one or all of these things gets to be part of the learning curve. It's almost like... um. You know, it's just a part of the journey that we all need to go through at, at some stage to to find what doesn't work. <laughs> because what I, I then see next is that when people follow one of these three approaches, they then get distinctly downhearted about their income. And that might not happen immediately. Like there might be that initial sort of novelty period and everything feels okay and it feels it feels good. But then very quickly that downheartedness comes in. And it's either that um you know you're just not um feeling good because it, it almost just doesn't feel worth your while to be putting in all this effort for so little financial reward in return. Or maybe maybe you do enjoy the work, like maybe the work itself does feel good, but as a like as a business concept as a whole, it just doesn't feel sustainable on these rates. Like you just can't see how on earth you would scale this and make it work on on a bigger um yeah, bigger scale. Or um I guess even more drastic still, you might even like end up feeling a little bit bitter about it so you say yes and you go ahead with the work but there's that little tinge of like oh I don't really want to be doing this and this is not the place that we want to be in especially as like a purpose heart-led business owner who's really passionate about making that difference we don't want to end up in that circumstance and so ultimately like at some point I see people coming to the same conclusion that prices need to be raised. And in the words of L'Oreal, it's because because you're worth it. Like you you need to charge your worth. And this is the bit that I really want to talk about because I don't disagree with this statement. I don't disagree that you are worth charging like whatever it is that you want to charge. I don't disagree that you're worth charging more than your counterparts, more than other people in your industry, more than the average of your industry. Absolutely not. In fact, like I wholeheartedly agree with things like this. But I also think that this statement needs to be used with a pinch of salt as well. Because when we attach our worth to pricing, we are also like quite um quite firmly i would say attaching our sense of self-worth to the financial success of our business and actually like you are completely worthy with or without your business and with or without a a financially successful business. And I really like I really hope that lands with you in like a really lovely, compassionate way. Because 
I want you to know that like, even if you made a complete and utter mess of your business and even if your business was whatever you deemed to be like the worst possible scenario, like the failure scenario, you would still be be worth it. Like you're still worth whatever it is that you want. And so this is the bit that I don't quite agree with when it comes to charging your worth and so attaching that sense of self-worth to your pricing. To me, I, I take a slightly different approach and this is what I want to offer you today. I want you to find the price that makes you excited. Because to me, that is when your energy is invested. So it's not about charging your worth. It's about charging what makes you excited. Because when your energy is really invested in that way, from that place that feels centred and balanced and feels good, that's when you can be at your best. That's when you can give your best and receive everything that you you want in return. So I would say like decide what you're willing to exchange your time and expertise for. And when you're just starting out, if if that price does, like if it's a lower price point than you ultimately want to be at, like that is okay. You don't need to beat yourself up about that and think, oh, like I should be charging this and I feel bad if if I don't or um, like why, you know, why can't I just, why can't I just get on with it and, and charge that price? Think about what it is that you want in, in exchange and in return if it's not money. So as I say, set the price that, that feels like that good level of like nervous excitement in your body and and then see if there's anything else that actually would feel like a really good value exchange for you. So, you know, is that um, some feedback on what you're offering? Is it a testimonial? Is it, um, you know, something that you can, a story that you can put on your website or your social media, something that really feels valuable to you, but isn't necessarily um, part and parcel of the, the financial price? So, yeah, I, I wonder how that lands with you and I wonder how that approach sort of fits with, with your ethics and your feel good factor. I'd love to know. So drop me a message on Instagram at Debbie Leco if you feel compelled to, to do so and we can continue the chat there. Also to say, if you've enjoyed this episode, then you will love the, the free masterclass that I'm offering on uh, Wednesday the 1st of June and it's all about the four steps to starting and sustaining the business that you were made for. So a business that does good in the world and feels amazing and I'll be talking about approaches just just like this um, and more in a lot more depth. So please do come along if you're interested. The The link to sign up is in the show notes and it's also um, on my Instagram account at Debbie Leco. You can find the link in my bio. And other than that, I shall look forward to speaking to you again next week. Have a great week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I'll be incredibly 
incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can spread the word to all the moms out there who want to create impact and income through a business that they love. And if you're ready to kickstart your own entrepreneurial journey, head over to debbielee.co.uk forward slash start to download your free resource guide now. That's debbielee.co.uk forward slash